OTB GAA. Scale has opened the war definitely with the football pod. Where are your power rankings now? The Royal Rumble that's coming our way. Hurling pod versus football pod. Will, you're a coward. Subscribe to the OTB GAA podcast feed wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Tuesday's Football Daily. I'm Phil Egan and we'll start with tonight's FA Cup fifth round action. Four ties later, another four tomorrow. One all Premier League clash this evening. Fulham, who are sixth in the league, are at home to Leeds, who've moved out of the relegation zone thanks to their win over Southampton last Saturday. New Leeds boss, Javi Grazia, has reached an FA Cup final before with Watford in 2019. They were beaten 6-0 in the final by Manchester City. The Spaniard wants to help Leeds reach the quarterfinals for the first time in 20 years. He says he'll always have fond memories of the FA Cup, despite that heavy loss in the final. In very, very good memories. Unforgettable for me. Uh, what I could see in that competition, all our supporters, the way all our supporters enjoy, is something I I, I never forget. It's something I try to to explain our players. I have only one experience, but that experience was something uh, amazing for me, and I would like to to leave it again. That game starts at 7.45. All four games have different kickoff times. That win for City in 2019 was the only time Pep Guardiola's won the FA Cup. He's won four Premier League titles and four League Cups, but just the one FA Cup. City are away to championship side Bristol City, who were unbeaten in 12 games in all competitions under Nigel Pearson. City are currently two points off top spot in the Premier League. Guardiola says he's happy enough with how they're playing. You know, a game we're playing is, is good. The results would be better, had better results in terms of winning the sports, winning against Nottingham, but uh, it's football, sometimes it doesn't happen. But uh, of course, it's not exceptional. It's, it's okay, it's, it's good, it's good. Not, not, I know I have complaints for the way we are playing and fighting. And the, I said after the game against, uh, the last game we played against uh, Bournemouth, that uh, the mood in the locker room is exceptional. Leicester boss Brendan Rodgers hopes the memories of lifting the FA Cup in 2021 can help his side be successful in the competition this season. Leicester hosts the side fourth in the championship at the moment, Blackburn. The man that scored the winning goal in the final two years ago, Yuri Tillemans, is unavailable due to an ankle injury he picked up in Saturday's game against Arsenal. Kick-off, and that one's half seven. Brighton are away to Stoke. That one starts at a quarter past seven. Brighton captain Lewis Dunk is set to make his 400th appearance for the club. Could be a start up front as well for Irish striker Evan Ferguson. Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta says Thomas Partey is unlikely to start against Everton in the Premier League tomorrow night. The Gan International came off the bench in the last 10 minutes of Saturday's win at Leicester after returning from a muscle injury. Arsenal know a win tomorrow would move them five points clear at the top. Arteta also said there's no issue between Gabriel and William Saliba. They were seen pushing each other after the win over Leicester. It was a heated discussion, but the Arsenal boss says the centre-back partnership have a happy marriage. Yeah, I don't want robots. I want players with feeling, with passion, that they may demand each other, and uh, but then that they have that chemistry, and those two certainly have that chemistry on and off the field, and um, I love that even winning and they wanted to still to do better. The biggest stars in football were in Paris last night for the best FIFA awards. Lionel Messi was named the Men's Player of the Year after helping Argentina win the World Cup. The PSG Ford took the award ahead of Kylian Mbappe and Karim Benzema. Argentina's Lionel Scaloni was named Men's Coach of the Year. Alexia Puteas of Spain won the Women's Player of the Year award. The Barcelona midfielder missed the Euros last summer due to a knee injury. 
England's winning manager at the Euros, Serena Vigman, was crowned Women's Coach of the Year. Amputee footballer Marcin Alexi of Polish side Varta Poznan won the Puskas Award for the best goal of the year. One thing that can interest a lot of people about these awards is FIFA released the breakdown of who voted for who, for example. Ireland captain Seamus Coleman went with Messi, Mbappe and Benzema. Stephen Kenny, the Ireland manager, had a top three of Mbappe, Messi and Haaland. Messi himself, the winner of the award, voted for his teammates Neymar and Mbappe. Benzema was a third pick. Mo Salah went for Vinicius Jr. as the best player in 2022, followed by Kevin De Bruyne and Ashraf Hakimi. Harry Kane voted for Messi, Sadio Mane and Benzema in that order. Real Madrid, Stabat Alaba. The Austrian captain went with Messi as his number one pick ahead of Benzema, his Real Madrid teammate. He had Mbappe third. It didn't go down well with the Real fans to give a former Barcelona player his number one vote ahead of one of their own. Sadly, he was racially abused on social media. Alaba then explained the Austrian team voted for the award as a team. It wasn't just him alone. Nola Gretz formally resigned as president of the French Football Federation. The 81-year-old had previously been suspended over allegations of sexual misconduct as well as a damning audit commissioned by the sports ministry. Legrette has denied any wrongdoing. He had stepped back from his duties at the start of January. That was in the wake of dismissive comments he made about the chances of Zinedine Zidane becoming the next France manager. Obviously, Didier Deschamps has since signed a new deal, but he suggested he wouldn't even have taken a call from Zidane Philippe Diallo will step up from vice president to take the role on an interim basis until June. The manager of the France women's team, Corinne Diach, could be the next departure. There's been a significant player exodus with four players, including captain Wendy Renard, stepping away in recent days. As things stand, she won't be playing at the World Cup. Irish fans would have been hoping to see the Lyon defender in action at Tallis Stadium on the 6th of July when Ireland are due to play France in a World Cup warm-up game. Meanwhile, Canada soccer president Nick Bontis has resigned amid an ongoing labour dispute between the governing body and the men's and women's national teams. The women's side, who are Olympic champions and in Ireland's group for this summer's World Cup, said they'll boycott a training camp in April if their demands over funding cuts and pay inequality aren't met. They called off a planned strike earlier this month because of threats of legal action by Canada soccer. The players protested against CSA during the recent She Believes Cup. Canada's men went on strike last June after accusing CSA of disrespect over World Cup prize money. They've said they'd fully support the women's team. Bontis has already landed on his feet. He's been appointed as a vice president of the CONCACAF Council, which represents North America. French prosecutors have opened a preliminary investigation into a rape accusation against PSG defender Ashraf Hakimi. According to an AFP report, a 24-year-old woman's accused the Moroccan international of raping her at his home in a Paris suburb last Saturday. PSG officials haven't responded to a request for a comment and Hakimi hasn't publicly responded to the accusation. He was at the FIFA Best Awards last night and was actually named in the Men's World Team of the Year. Liverpool made a pre-tax profit of £7.5 million last season with off-field costs reducing the overall benefit of a major increase in revenue. That increase in revenue was £107 million. Revenue rose to £594 million in a season that saw Jurgen Klopp's side win the League Cup, the FA Cup, finish second in the Premier League and runners-up in the Champions League. It was also back to pre-pandemic levels and resulted in a first profit in three years in the first full season without any COVID restrictions.
Argentina manager Lionel Scaloni has extended his contract until 2026. The 44-year-old has won the Copa America and World Cup since he took over in 2018. As I mentioned, he won Manager of the Year at the FIFA Awards last night. Scaloni's new deal will take him up to the 2026 World Cup, which will be staged in the US, Mexico and Canada. Chelsea have confirmed defender Thiago Silva suffered knee ligament damage during Sunday's defeat to Tottenham. The 38-year-old is facing up to six weeks out, so he'll miss the second leg of their Champions League last 16 tie at home to Borussia Dortmund. Real Betis forward Nabil Fakir has been ruled out for the rest of the season. He's suffered a cruciate injury. Betis are due to play Manchester United in the last 16 of the Europa League. West Ham's Lucas Fabianski may require surgery after suffering a fractured cheekbone and eye socket. The 37-year-old Polish goalkeeper sustained the injury during Saturday's 4-0 win over Nottingham Forest. He came off in the game and was replaced by Alfonso Ariola, who will now play against Manchester United in the FA Cup tomorrow night. And apart from the FA Cup tonight, more action in the Championship. Two sides in the playoff places, Luton and Millwall, meet at Kenilworth Road. Coventry, who still have hopes of finishing in the top six, take on Preston. Last night, rather removed six points clear of the relegation places. They came from behind to draw one all with Swansea. Ireland international Chidozi Ogbeni scored the equaliser for Rotherham. That was his eighth goal of the season. Also, a couple of games in Syria tonight, including the Turin Derby. Juventus have home advantage against Torino. That one starts at 7.45. Before that, at half five, Jose Mourinho's Roma side now a win away to bottom team Cremonese would see them go third in the table. That's it for today's Football Daily. As always, you can subscribe to the OTB Football podcast feed to hear the best football analysis, interviews and stories from off the ball.